Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 2020, a new year. It's the perfect opportunity to take your business to the next level by hiring the right people. But finding qualified candidates can be challenging. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin makes it easy. ZipRecruiter sends your job to more than 100 of the web's leading job boards. But they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes and finds people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one, spotlighting the top candidates so you never miss a great match. It's so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-G-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, so Donald Trump tweeted, Nancy Pelosi will go down as the absolute worst speaker of the House in U.S. history. And the only proper response is maybe... But Donald Trump will go down on Vladimir Putin. That's my political humor you tune in for. Let's begin. Happy birthday, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, who said life's most persistent and urgent question is... What are you doing for others? Oh, and by the way, if anybody tells you MLK was a Republican, he wasn't. MLK Sr. was a Republican, but he quit the party in 1960 because he was disgusted by Nixon. And now we toil in a time when we have a president who's sort of like a, 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 a less moral, less healthy, less attractive Nixon. And a time when watching the news just seems like, like, I don't know. It's like, it's like if Lenny Riefenstahl directed the Three Stooges, that would be this administration. I'm John Fugel saying this is Sanity Cast coming live from Leap Year Studios high above Greenwich Village, New York City, where New York City has officially proclaimed January as dying Christmas trees blocking every sidewalk month. It's genocide. It looks like Ingmar Bergman made a film about a tree holocaust out here. Ooh. And. And uh, I do a show on Sirius XM. You might know this, but uh, we shifted from the Insight Channel to the Progress Channel. Quick little plug. If you are a subscriber to Sirius XM, you might know already. My show is now at nighttime, uh, 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific. So it's a lot of fun to do when I'm in L.A. Uh, and it's a lot of fun in New York. And so far, our guests for The Late Show have included Pete Townsend and Kathleen Turner, uh, Dan Rather and Malcolm Nance, Judd Apatow and Jill Weinbank. 
Banks, Tracy Letts, Jennifer Beals, Eric Bogosian, Gilbert Gottfried, Elaine Boozler, and Robbie Robertson, and some of the best comedians that still speak to me. So um, I hope you'll check it out. And if you do have SiriusXM, thanks to the merger with Pandora, they're now the world's largest streaming audio company. So our show is both a three-hour live broadcast and a daily three-hour podcast that subscribers can listen to. And you can even play it on the app on your phone and plug it in when you're in the car. Not too complicated, and we're worth it. Okay, plugs over. Let's get to it. Um, My New Year's resolution is to do more of these, okay? That's all I'm going to say. More of these and quicker. That's my resolution to you and to Chris Lavoie as well. Um, We begin this decade with the four I's, brothers and sisters, impeachment, Iowa, Iran, and the president's id. Yes, the president, because only an innocent man orders his administration to ignore subpoenas so they can't testify and totally exonerate him. Um, One year from now, one year from January 2020, we will be swearing in a president. And it's a pretty safe bet that president will be one of four white people over the age of 70. And for the optimists out there, maybe one of five, Bloomberg could buy the whole thing at a brokered convention. I'm willing to believe anything at this point. Um, It's been very busy here, and uh, I'm sorry about that, but we are thrilled to be back. This is Sanity cast, fair and biased, the very fine art of giving a fuck. You win by keeping your sanity and not hating these trifling trolls and not hating these corrupt Caligulas in office. You don't keep your sanity by checking out, and you really don't keep your sanity by taking the bait. Look, I know how easy it is to let these times make you crazy. That's sort of what this podcast is about. But you got to remember one thing history will prove that Donald Trump and his supporters were wrong about almost everything, just like history did for George W. Bush. Now, I'm not saying Bush was wrong about everything. I think he was right that, you know, regular baseball season interleague play diminishes the power of the World Series. I will always agree with George W. Bush on that. Um, but don't let take these internet trolls too seriously. They were wrong about everything under Bush and Cheney, and they hated you for warning them. And then when you were proven right, they hated you even more because you were proven right. And once they were proven to have been suckered by Bush and Cheney, they became these Tea Party people who suddenly cared a lot about deficits when it was a black guy running them up to pay for the war Bush and Cheney gave us. And suddenly it's right back. The people who hated you for warning them of Bush and Cheney now hate you for warning them about Trump. But listen, these trolls, you know what they are? Can can I tell you? Lean in. These internet trolls are like the horrible guy in the club who finally gets to talk to the hot girl that normally he would never get to talk to but hey, I'm suddenly in a venue where I can talk to the really hot girl, the hot, dignified, well-put-together person with a life. But see, this guy in the club doesn't want to ask the hot girl questions or create a relationship or learn about her. He just wants to insult her and punish her for not finding him wonderful and interesting. That's what the trolls are, the wicked envy and hate. It is their way of admiring. So the president tweeted, uh, uh, and Chuck Schumer just said the American people want a fair trial in the Senate. True, but why didn't Nervous Nancy and corrupt politician Adam Shifty Schiff give us a fair trial in the House? You know, like, this is what you'll hear from these people. Why didn't they get a fair trial in the House? And you say, okay, uh, Obama's own Bill Barr-run Department of Justice says Hillary did nothing illegal. Obama's birth certificate was never in question. There was never a controversy where he was from, only lies. Three million undocumented immigrants did not vote illegally. The Republican Congress cleared Obama, Ambassador Rice, and Hillary Clinton on Benghazi multiple times. Trump's university was a scam. Trump's charity was a scam. And 
and there was no trial in the House. There was no trial. The trial is in the Senate. The impeachment is in the House. Keep in mind, Donald Trump is a president who can't name the three branches of government. In a tweet, he said he thought it was the White House, House and Senate. And he's a man in his 70s who uh, doesn't know how apostrophes work. You know, it's, it's, just, it's just it's like the wall. It's like the wall. You know, like he lied that Mexico would pay. He's now stealing, trying to steal $7.2 billion from military families to pay for this racist, ineffective wall the majority of Americans rejected. Congress said he could only have $1.375 billion. If he wanted to stop illegal immigration, he'd arrest the people who hired them. He's hired illegals since the 80s, and every part of his wall can be breached with a $100 saw. See, he, he, here's the deal. Um, you're not going to convince cult members. You won't sway them, but the facts are on your side. History will be on your side. And, you know, look, I, I, I want this to be a positive podcast. I don't want to be grim. I don't want to be one of these naysaying progressives. I mean, there's lots of good things. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. I mean, look at that. They're, it's, it's always nice to see people move out of public housing. There's things that are good. But, you know, keep in mind, they're impeaching him for cheating to win the election. When your right wing uncle, the racist, you know, who can't spell your brings up that this sham, he's being impeached because he tried to cheat again to win the election. They could have impeached him for campaign finance fraud, the hush money for porn stars. They could have impeached him for fraud. He stole from Americans with his scams. They could have impeached him for violating both of the Constitution's emoluments clauses. They could have impeached him for trying to use the office to punish businesses he dislikes. Looking at you, Jeff Bezos. Man, it takes a lot to get me to stand up for Jeff Bezos, but he did it. They could impeach him for lying. Yes, they could. When they impeached Nixon, the very first article accused him of, quote, making or causing to be made false or misleading public statements for the purpose of deceiving the people of the United States, which means they could impeach him 15,000 times. They could impeach him for witness intimidation, for the security clearance violations. That's Jared. They could impeach him for declaring a fake national emergency a year ago to circumvent Congress and build a stupid border wall. Even Trump said, I didn't need to do this, but I'd rather do it much faster. Like, like, let, that's the Latin for that is uh, ultra vires, beyond the powers. You can impeach him for that. You can impeach him for tax evasion. You can impeach him for dropping bombs in Syria without Congress's approval or for this assassination. You can impeach him for what he's done in Yemen, helping Saudi Arabia to keep dropping bombs, despite both Congress chambers saying don't do it. You could impeach him for negligence in Puerto Rico. You could impeach him uh, for lying under oath to the Mueller inquiry. That's perjury when he said he didn't recall to discussing WikiLeaks with Roger Stone, or he was unaware of Stone discussing WikiLeaks with anyone in the campaign. They got him. That's perjury. You could impeach him for the deaths of six children in federal custody. You could impeach him for the accusations of sexual assault and harassment by dozens of women. Okay? So, look, I'm glad there's two little articles, and I love impeachment. I only like it for the articles. But but first, liberals, don't go thinking John Bolton is going to swoop in to be the star witness. Okay? John Bolton might hate Trump, but only because he's a narcissist. John Bolton does not want to burn all of his bridges for his shitty speaking engagements for the rest of his career. John Bolton is the Rudy Giuliani of Dick Cheney's. Um, a word, though, about Nancy Pelosi who we love, who has joined Stephanie me on stage before. Um, I've been on TV with her. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm a fan. I will always bring up when I disagree with the speaker. But let me tell you, man, this delay is looking smarter and smarter. Remember when they kept saying, it's not a real impeachment if you don't have the vote. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she just let them do that because that's all they had. And when she got around to it, they did the vote. You're not going to hear anyone, anyone saying, why is Speaker Pelosi delaying? Man, she outplayed them. 
And again, I'm someone who thinks they should have impeached him for 25 things or at least 15,000. But by waiting, by waiting, what did she achieve? Shaming the Republican Party and Mitch McConnell for not allowing witnesses, letting the story build more and more that not only are they not allowing witnesses, they've said, at least Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham have said that they are going to work with the White House and will automatically oppose this impeachment trial. So, so like these senators have to take an oath, a new oath in addition to their senatorial oath, a new oath where they put the hand in the Bible and promise to be impartial jurors. They have to do it. So, you know, Nancy Pelosi, by waiting, shined an even greater spotlight on the moment when Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham put their hands on a Bible and lie to God on camera. Good times, y'all. But really, by waiting, the smartest thing she did was, uh, well, there was two things. One was she waited to let more evidence come out. And by waiting a month... Look what happened. The OMB emails where we found out that multiple government officials were terrified the president was asking them to break the law. Uh, The Deutsche Bank scandal, which I'll mention later because it's not totally proven yet. But if the Deutsche Bank whistleblower is true and they came out and said Russia backed Trump's loans. I mean, no one would loan him money in America anymore because he was so crooked. He had to go to Deutsche Bank, Hitler's favorite. And why did Deutsche Bank give him all this money? Because Russia backed it up. And the whistleblower, again, not confirmed, but the whistleblower says Russia has Trump on the hook for $2 billion. That came out. War crimes came out. I'm going to talk about what happened in Iran shortly. But um, war crimes. Oh, yeah, that happened. And then our buddy Lev, who, as hired thugs go, is a lot more articulate than I ever would have thought it. So, so all this other information came out while, while we were waiting, while this delay was happening, but most crucially, by delaying it as long as she did, she's now pushed it so hard that Trump will not get his exoneration before his State of the Union address. He's not just going to be the only one-term president impeached in his first term. He, he's going to be giving a State of the Union address mid-trial. Kind of beautiful. Quick word on Deutsche Bank. Why did they keep lending money to Donald Trump? They kept writing checks even after Trump defaulted on loans worth hundreds of millions to them. And then Trump sued them after defaulting. And they kept loaning money to Donald Trump. Ask your right-wing loved ones that. Because the answer is, follow the money. All roads lead to Uncle Vlad. So a, a, a few words on Iran. And what happened with Iran, because it's a really sad story. And when you deal with people who defend this action, you got to remember a couple of things. Um, The only way they can defend this action is that they're ignorant about America's history and the region. Okay. For those of you who don't know or who do, you know it already. 1953. It began, well, it actually began at the end of World War I when England carved up all these random tribes and said, oh, we're going to give your country this name and this name and imposed borders on people. Hence, problems. Ask the Kurds about that. But um, 1953 was when the CIA uh, realized, hey, wait a second, this socialist leader of Iran, Mossadegh, wants to, to, to nationalize the oil and let the Iranians keep the profits. And that's our oil under their sand. And so they had a coup and deposed him. And then they put in our puppet, the Shah of Iran, who was a dictator, who was a murderer, who was bloodthirsty, who was terrible to these people. You know, when they talk about the Iranian revolution, 
I'm not a fan. Uh, generally, if you follow my work, I'm not a fan of conservative, extreme religious fundamentalists controlling governments. It doesn't really work well historically. But um, they didn't depose the Shah. They, they deposed us. That was a revolution against the puppet America put in. That's why they hated us. Was it wrong to take hostages? Of course it was. Did they kill any of our people? No. Um, we armed Saddam Hussein in his war against Iran for years. And we were secretly, at the same time, arming Iran. Arming the same Iranians who had helped kill our Marines in Beirut. But um, why would they hate us? And then, of course, uh, we see what happened here. Now, um, uh, Michael Moore made a great case about this. It, you know, like, like if Canada was invaded by Iran, would America help? Would we go over there and try to repel the Iranians? Because that's what Soleimani was doing. Okay, we were still occupying Iraq, and it was illegal, and it was based on lies. We all know it. Either you care or you don't. So um, it comes down to this assassination itself. A terrorist? He commanded an army of half a million people. Terrorist? That's what they call anyone in the region who's trying to drive us out. They think we're the terrorists. And you don't have to like that kind of talk, but if you want to understand your opponent, it, it kind of helps. I'm just terrified that Donald Trump started this entire war with Iran just to win back John Bolton's love. Look, why was it wrong? I'll tell you why. Because America banned assassinations in 1981, and it made nobody safer. And Soleimani was not an imminent threat. That imminent threat language, that was, friends, that was bullshit when the Obama administration used it. And let's be honest, the fiercest way that progressives have uh, criticized the Obama administration, one, he didn't crack down on the Wall Street bankers who ripped us off and bankrupted the country. Okay. But two, um, the most cogent attacks on Obama from the left were about the drone program and how it didn't make us safer. The blowback created more terrorists. Uh, calling everybody killed in a drone strike a militant, whether they were a militant or not, might raise the body count, but it raises their hatred for us. But under the Obama administration, the Department of Defense had this imminent threat policy. And what it means is, and I'm making none of this up, I was doing commentaries on current TV about this six years ago. If the Pentagon believes that someone might be a threat years from now, they're allowed to classify that person as an imminent threat and kill them. So again, even if you're not an imminent threat, they can say your threat is imminent and they can kill you. That's the policy. Bullshit when Obama did it. Bullshit when we did it. I'm sorry. I love Obama. But we got to be fair and biased here. Okay. Blind loyalty to leaders is not progressive and it's not sane. Also, um, killing the general of a 500,000 member army doesn't prevent attacks. This was not a preventative measure. You kill a general who's planning embassy attacks, they just appoint a new general and carry out the same plan. Because it turns out the president was lying when he told Laura Ingram that there were four embassies targeted. And William Esper, his own secretary of defense, confirmed that the president believes this, but that it's not true. Why else was it wrong to assassinate an Iranian general. Well, Trump had no strategy for the blowback. American military says Iran was complying with the nuclear deal. If you don't want to believe that, you're calling all branches of intelligence and the military liars. Israel says Iran was complying with the nuke deal. No ally can believe our administration anymore. No enemy, no trade partner can believe our administration anymore. You cannot trust us in peace deals. You cannot trust us in economic deals. You cannot trust us in, in, in clim climate pacts we sign. And now Iran gets to enrich uranium for a bomb. 
Thanks, Trump. You pulled out of that deal. Iran complied for a couple more years, but now they are enriching more uranium now than before. Under Barack Obama, they weren't, and they were waving our flag in the streets of Tehran. Now they're back to burning it. And the only people who like this are people who fucking hate Muslims. And that means they ain't fucking Christian. Also, Donald Trump never had any plan to erase the Iran deal with anything. We haven't legally declared war since 1941, so it's not an act of war. Mike Pence lied about an Iran connection to 9-11, and the entire world knows Mike Pence lied. The Americans who were killed by Soleimani, they were in that region for one reason. Bush and Cheney's stupid illegal Iraq war and occupation sent them there. Nobody's afraid of us. No one can trust us to honor any agreements. We can't turn to the Kurds for help anymore. Trump lied when he abandoned the Kurds and promised to bring the troops home. He didn't bring the troops home. He moved them around the Middle East. How many dictators deserve to die, but Trump just loves them? Why this guy more than Kim Jong-un who starves his own people? Well, because we're not going to kill Kim Jong-un and because Donald Trump really did it to appease some Republican senators who'd be happy about this murder. So they'd back him up during his impeachment trial. And now Iran and Iraq are both united. They're gonna form the supergroup Iraq. And by the way, the Iranians stopped protesting their regime for a while and began protesting America. Now they're back to protesting their regime for shooting down that airliner with those poor people. Um, And by the way, those people are dead because Donald Trump pulled this bullshit and lied that there was an imminent threat. They are dead because Iran was firing missiles in retaliation to an assassination, that is to say a state-sponsored murder that never should have happened. And tell your uncle racist, if you're into that, you're more big government than I thought. Also, Trump is surrounded by spineless yes-men who will say anything to keep their jobs. He has no long-term vision. He has no impulse control. They are distorting the facts to make General Soleimani seem like a bin Laden-esque stateless terrorist and not the head of a large military force. Can I give you a few more reasons why this was the stupidest fucking thing he's done all decade and it was two days in to this decade? He's being impeached for cheating to win an election and he got caught. And now his lackeys like Stuart Varney on Fox are saying, you can't impeach a president during wartime. Again, we haven't legally declared war since 1941. And if MAGA guys respect Trump, the rest of the world doesn't, okay? Targeting cultural sites in Iran is a war crime. The Iranian parliament voted to classify all American troops as terrorists. So any attack on American troops comb over Caligula owns it. Trump owns all reprisal attacks on U.S. servicemen and women, U.S. installations, U.S. interests, U.S. business interests in the region. Israel, Israel distance themselves from this. Netanyahu is like, I'm not no part of this, not with this asshole. And here's the deal. Again, if a general were to die of a heart attack, nothing would stop his army from still carrying out their imminent attack. Why didn't they? Because there was no imminent threat. Because Mike Pompeo is a liar. Mike Pompeo lied when he pretended not to know about the Ukraine call. And then we found out he was on the line as well. Forty other people were in the room when it happened. And he knew it. So no one can trust our Secretary of State. Or our president. And a wise leader would understand. The majority of Iranians are under 50 years old. The country's changing. The Ayatollahs can't run it forever in the age of the internet. These extreme religious conservatives cannot keep their stranglehold on power in this country forever. And a smart president would begin using the power of a global economy to shift and turn these motherfuckers into our allies and not Russia's. Finally, none of our allies support this. Trump don't know Shiite. 
oil surged above $70 a barrel on Monday, but it didn't affect gas prices here. You know why? Because we do so much drilling now, we can have this kind of skirmish in the Middle East, and it doesn't affect gas prices. So again, thanks, Obama. The Iraq parliament voted for all of us to leave. Even Tucker Carlson, even little white supremacist Tucker, called Trump a hypocrite for demanding we suddenly believe U.S. intelligence after three years of smearing them. Donald Trump has sent over 17,000 new troops to this region since May. He's not anti-war, and he never was. He's an Adderall junkie. And if you're cheering for an assassination, brothers and sisters, do us all a favor. Don't ever again to claim to be pro-life. And of course, now that Trump's finally ordered an assassination, congratulations. He's finally broken all 10 of those commandments you guys pretend to care about. All right. They asked me to, to, to share my experience with um, eye puffiness under the eyes. And, and it's 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 tragic because I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I don't have eye bags. I have like Mario Cuomo level saddlebags. Like I have luggage, like the bags under my eyes are so big, they, they get cable. And, and, you know, you've heard about remedies over the years uh, from hemorrhoid cream. Uh, I did it wrong, too. I won't explain, but they're not letting me back. Um, in CVS ever again, uh, tea bags, cucumbers, and you know, they don't really work. Well, that's why I was excited to learn about Plexiderm, uh, cause Plexiderm, you know, it works, but not taking days or weeks. It's a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates under eye bags and wrinkles from view in like minutes. Okay. The science behind Plexiderm is incredible. There are clinical studies to back it up. And if you find yourself looking older and tired because of crow's feet or wrinkles or under eye bags, you can look younger in just minutes with Plexiderm. Don't take my word for it. I'm just a disembodied voice. See for yourself. Watch a real video with real people and see how fast crow's feet and wrinkles and under eye bags disappear. The results are backed up by Plexiderm's 30-day satisfaction guarantee, which means a lot to me. Go to triplexiderm.com and use the coupon code SEXYLIBERAL for a discount. That's triplexiderm.com. Use the code SEXYLIBERAL or call one 800 685 1292 and mention sexy liberal check it out try plexiderm see what it does for your under eye bags and again if you're not satisfied they do have a 30-day guarantee what have you got to lose besides looking like mario cuomo and me Thank you guys so much. A couple of gigs coming up I want to tell you about. I'm going to be performing with Gilbert Gottfried at his fundraiser Comedy for a Cause at um, the Gotham Comedy Club in New York City on Tuesday the 21st. I did it last year and like Jim Gaffigan was there and Mario Cantone. You never know who's going to pop up. So uh, if you're in New York, check it out. If you're also in New York, come see me host the Writers Guild Award East. I don't know how this is happening, but I'll be appearing along with uh, Jimmy Fallon and Amy Poehler and a lot of other folks to host the Writers Guild Awards on February 1st at the Edison Ballroom in New York. Um, I'm also going to be doing a stand-up set at the Free Speech Comedy Festival for the Revolutions, uh, for the Trick Lock Theater Company in Albuquerque, New Mexico in late March. Valentine's Day. If you're in New York, come see me and Alan Zweibel and Lewis Black and our new band, The Magnificent Bastards. We don't play instruments, but it's, it's a group. It's like the Wilburys. I'm either the Jeff Lynn or the Tom Petty. I don't know. I, I'm the Tom Petty because I'm the young one. But I'm also the Jeff Lynn because I produce it and no one knows who I am. But uh, it's going to be great. Date night with the bastards at the Madison Theater in Rockville Center, New York. This will be a tour or at least sporadic gigs, hopefully lots of them. It all depends on how much fun Lewis is having. And then I'm going to be performing at the Hopewell Theater doing a show called Progressively Funnier, a nice night of liberal comedy with Scott Blakeman and the fabulous Leanne Lord. That's in Hopewell, New Jersey. 
on the 21st of uh of uh, February um, Inspiration Nation folks we, another show we'll talk about how the Oscar nominations are a crime against nature but um, I, I'm in love with Lana Del Rey's album it was my favorite record I think of, uh, of, of 2019 Norman fucking Rockwell um, I just love her uh, I love her I mean Billie Eilish is uh, is oasis to Lana Del Rey's Beatles I'll put it that way um, now look here's the deal folks I want to wrap this up and tell you that it's really really easy to lose faith. It's really easy to be despondent when the Christians have elected Como over Caligula. You got to remember as the decade, as the year, as the month begins, um, a lot of good things have happened. Uh, we, we, we began one year ago, a new house majority, which is the most diverse in history, the most diverse democratic majority in the history of Congress. Pelosi was the first speaker in 60 years to reclaim the gavel after losing it. And she used it to impeach this stupid corrupt, racist, incompetent man who can't stop lying. Under Pelosi's leadership, the House passed the first major gun safety bill in decades, comprehensive voting rights legislation, uh, the bipartisan U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade agreement. Um, But let's go a little further. You want to be down? You want to be depressed? Here's why you don't get to. Because for every reason you give me to despair, I'll show you five to show that the world's getting better. America's cancer rate dropped between 2.2% between 2016 and 2017. That's the biggest decline ever going back to 1930. And Trump took credit for it, ironically, um, even though he only became president in January of 2017. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg began the year saying she was cancer-free. Wind power accounted for 47% of all the electricity consumed in Denmark in all of 2019. Again, for everything you want to show me that's bad, I'll show you something that's good, okay? In Sweden, blood donors now get a text message when their blood saves a life. Malawi's first female chief came into power. Malawi's where my mother lived as a nun when she was a nurse. And the first female chief annulled 1,500 child marriages and sent those young girls to school. Seven eggs from the world's last two remaining white rhinos have been successfully fertilized and science may save the species. New studies show that dogs with highly evolved sense of smell can be trained to detect cancer with uh, an incredible amount of accuracy. Renewable energy sources now account for a third of all global power. And although humane organizations uh, got involved and there was a lot of adoption and the Netherlands has become the first country ever with no stray dogs. So, again, there's plenty, plenty, plenty to be optimistic about. Thank you for spending some time with me. I promise a lot more of these in the new year. I'm John Fugel saying, if you like the show, please subscribe and give us a review and all that fun stuff. Uh, come to the live shows. Um, follow me on Twitter. Go to the John Fugel Sang store at johnfugelsang.com. And um, again, thanks to everyone at the Stephanie Miller Podcast Network, especially the brilliant and heroic Chris Lavoie. Write me. We will read your letters on the air from time to time and subscribe to SiriusXM if you swing that way. We'd love to have you call our show. You can call my. You can call me, by the way. Why don't you call me? Even if you don't have SiriusXM, you call me five nights a week, Monday through Friday, uh, from 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern time. Give us a call. Join the dialogue. You don't need to subscribe to come on the air with me and my riffraff. 866-997-GRIT is the number. Uh, this is John Fugelsang reminding you we really need to do one thing, and that's get all the extreme American religious conservatives who want war with Iran and all the extreme Iranian religious conservatives who want war with America and put them all on an island and let them fight each other and put it on pay-per-view and balance both countries' budgets and all the sane, moral Iranians and all the sane, moral Americans get along just fine like they do now. 
2020, a new year. It's the perfect opportunity to take your business to the next level by hiring the right people. But finding qualified candidates can be challenging. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin makes it easy. ZipRecruiter sends your job to more than 100 of the web's leading job boards. But they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes and finds people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one, spotlighting the top candidates so you never miss a great match. It's so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-G-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. 